0: The last one standing Two hands in the air I'm a champion You'll be looking up at me when it's over I live for the battle I'm a soldier Yeah I'm a fighter like Rocky Put your flag on your back like Ali. Yeah, I'm the greatest, I'm stronger Bet my dudes can't lose i am own ya.
1: Yeah Hello and welcome back to another Preserve Supercoach Soda. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris.
2: And I'm Swizz. Swizzie! <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to fucking cut me off there too, brother.
0: <laughs> ben was like, nah, he's not part of the group. <laughs>
1: the, the Stitch Up. Chris is back, ladies and gentlemen. And poor his face has uh, disappeared into the background. Poor Swizzy. Um, <laughs> appreciate it. But, hey, on the plus side, you're going to have to change your shirt today. And you are just talking about having Naked Tuesday. So,
2: welcome. I might, have had a, I might have had a great shirt to go to today as well, mate. And the people are missing out on that. Is it so that a that's...
0: Collingwood jersey? Because otherwise I don't want to see it.
2: It could be a butter shop shirt, mate. Oh my
0: gosh, if it is. That deserves deserves everything.
1: Send it. Um, Shout out to Shane Milroy for the Twisted Palms, one of the favourite beverages out there. Cheers to you, Chris. If you know how to open a beer, mate, you're amateur. I got there. Cheers, mate! Chin, chin, chin.
0: Um, Uh, By the way, this is my favorite beer. I don't know, like you know, sometimes you joke around. You know, I like this beer. This is my favorite beer. Um, It's light enough that you can literally drink it all day, but still has that sort of tropical flair in your in your pale ale, and I I really enjoy that. So it's
1: very tropical because Chris
0: the Palms, they're from uh, the Burley Brewing down at the Gold Coast.
1: Cheers, Chris likes some fruity. Um, Alright, let's move on uh, SC Insider 100 You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch You can also listen on all the audio platforms Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, you name it And on the YouTube, Chris
0: uh, Just search for a Supercoach Insider Yoo-hoo! What up?
1: Boom Now we had to wait for Chris for this pod Um. Basically he is a big, big, big fan of the butters And we're definitely going to get into that So is what are your prospects at the moment As far as looking at Port Adelaide Do you think they're a top four again this year?
2: Oh, absolutely. I think they're going to be up up there, so yeah, they're gonna be another good team to be, be on this season
0: i think in terms of their prospects they were the last couple of years they've been right at the top, however, they've really been hurt by injuries to key players for a large portion of the season. I mean, Butters went down for what like ten weeks, came back, and he didn't just, just didn't play the same role because he was wasn't up to the level of fitness. Um, Rosie has been battling injury for two years They've been trying to get him through the midfield They finally feel it like he's able to do so this year Yeah, Rosie um, was
1: pretty much in he, Yeah, <laughs> he, he was in hiding, mate No one could find him And they're like, where the fuck's Rosie? Where's this talent that we?" everyone was like Oh, what a great pick He's way better than Walsh Next minute <laughs> Not better than Walsh
0: <laughs> Well, he's, he's had consistent foot, in, foot injuries And that's obviously hampered his um, his fitness And so they've had to play him forward And obviously you still see the talent there It's, it's ridiculous But they want him around the ball a lot more than what he's been able to produce. And then their back line has just been decimated by injuries constantly, like from get go to woe. Um, And I suppose that's why they have 700 halfbacks, because everyone keeps getting injured. Well, even like I think Bergman.
1: Bergman and stuff at the moment, injured. Uh, All I can tell you, though, is one thing is for certain is that they will lose round one convincingly, boys. (laughs) I'm guessing they play the Lions, (laughs) (laughs) At the Gabba. The gabba Under you
0: say convincingly, I don't know if that's going to be necessarily the case. No,
1: as in I'm convinced they will win... Uh, convincing against against the
0: Lions. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. That
1: makes more sense. Against the Lions, no, the Lions will win. Um, they'll win in the flood. They'll, the big pool there. I don't know if you saw the video, Mitch Robo doing laps in the back of his yard. <laughs> um, doing tough laps and he's like, I always wanted a lap well, Suncorp, pool Suncorp's completely under. Yep, the Forex brewery, like good thing no one drinks any of that beer, but That's how they <laughs> ferment their beer. <laughs> With dirty dirty Oh, uh, yeah, all the all the gap ladies throwing their yeast down towards the Forex. Um anyway, let's talk about Port Adelaide though. They do oh, have my God. <laughs> The gap. <laughs> the right thing, it's down. the thigh gap. It's wow. a double it's a double entendre. It's, it's a
0: <laughs> a lot of a lot of people don't know that this is an actual suburb called, called the, the gap. gap. <laughs> there
1: is. Yeah. So mate.
0: I got the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else in Melbourne's like, I don't get it,
1: bro.
2: No, even I got that joke, mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, Swiss. It's like the eyebrow um, stuff.
2: Before we get into before we get into Port Adelaide boys. My pick in a fourteen man draft. Do you want me to take Jamie Elliott or Sard?
1: Jamie Elliott.
2: Oh, Elliott's going to miss.
1: I think he's out for the first little bit of the year though. What? Um, calf and Achilles. Is he back? To have
0: been last couple. He played in the practice match the other
1: day. Yeah, I think maybe it's just new. Then it came out. Five goals, bro. Jamie Elliott did. Pick (laughs) pick him up. He'll be right. He's okay. So, so Jamie Elliott's supposed to be alternating with. Oh, Jamie Elliott or 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 Elliott Yo.
2: No. no, Jamie Elliott, mate. Oh, uh, or, or <laughs> Sad, I'd go Sad. That's how deep I'm already into this draft. Sad.
0: Jamie, Jamie Elliott is going to be uh, switching with De on the ball, and he he's going to kick uh, goals, and he's going to get CBAs. So. I'm
1: sorry, Swizz. Can you put your fan mail through via mail, please? And uh, <laughs> don't use up precious airtime. <laughs> 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 well,
2: you're crapping on about the Brisbane Lions or something. So I was like, let's make this relevant.
1: All right, but speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things that aren't relevant The Brisbane Lions oh. ah. Okay so oh, Fuck you guys uh, Okay so after the Lions though They do play Hawthorne, Adelaide Melbourne, Carlton Eagles, Saints So it's actually And then the oh, dogs and then North So the Port Adelaide actually have The Port Adelaide They have a very very soft start to the year Basically the Lions don't really shut down anyway So it's very free flowing Hawks are easy Adelaide's easy Carlton, I think, will get scored against West Coast, as we already know. Swizz, what's West Coast doing this year?
2: Oh, fucking shit, mate. Nothing. <laughs> doing nothing.
1: Um, Talk about a waffle team, mate. Saints.
2: <laughs> Did you hear about that, or should we leave it for the West Coast part about the fucking waffle teams? But oh, West no, Coast, because
1: that's happening tonight, so you can wait for that one. <laughs> uh, and then North Melbourne as well, boys. So I honestly think if you're going to get on a Port Adelaide player, if Hayes becomes number one ruck, if life sets down, or they want to double down on their youth, oh, go for it. Uh,
0: uh, just... Preempting that, we'll probably talk about it a bit later. But um, Lysette is apparently playing in the next. Uh, well, I know, practice match. So, but he, yeah. But I do like Hayes as well. I'm just saying he's he's obviously slated
1: to play there. Um, well, Lysette was a West Coast player, so he is going down. <laughs> I think that,
0: I think there's a lot of draft relevant players for Port because I think there's a lot of guys that will average somewhere between you know eighty to hundred and five. The problem is like there's really not a lot of guys like top tier premiums outside of Boke, who's like at, you know eighty three. <laughs> there really isn't some of the uh, and wines of course we, uh, there's not there a standout even these like Boken Wines type premium mids they're not your Clayton Olivers that you know they're not your your Bontempele's or your McRae's or your Steels or the Toot Millers that they're not that real top echelon
1: are they the Richmond of 2021 where you know such a great team but no one's dominating for supercoach
0: I think there's always, there's the, 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 these are the types that will drop down at some point. You know, they'll, they'll have a random 70 or an 80. And then you'll pick them up and they'll go on a run of six games of 140 plus. You know, like, they can score really well, but they generally do it in, in purple patches in bunches. Um, so they're good upgrade targets. And I don't think they're necessarily guys you need to start with. But, um, I mean, look, I mean, they've played a lot of games. I mean, well, Ollie White played all 22. Travis Burke played 21 last year. Um, yeah, I, I actually don't mind either of them from an upgrade perspective, but I can't see anyone starting them.
1: All right, personally. so let's say Olly Wine's six hundred and twelve thousand average, one and twelve and a half last year. Now the big thing, Swiss, I'm going to pass you. He averaged one hundred and twenty-four point four over his last seven rounds. Some people are extremely optimistic. Are you on the Olly Wine's train? I am not. I knew your answer. At all? Thought, no. We're like, both, we both shit all over him.
0: At 612, uh, here's the one thing I'll give him though. At his price point, there really isn't much. You really got to throw, I think, um, Bont's what, like 625? So a little bit more gets you Bont, but I'm not Bond, really...
1: 625. Bont's 650, basically. Titch is, is about it? 620, no. 630? No. What's Titch? Bond's nearly six fifty. I think he's only like six twenty, six thirty. I'll bet you fifty bucks on that right now. It's closer to six fifty. Yeah,
2: Bond six fifty. Where have you the Where the fuck have you been? I told you.
0: Hey, this this goes to our last podcast. Obviously not listening to your podcast. Yeah,
2: clearly, clearly, who the fuck's this guy? Who's that other bloke that wants to get on? Get him on.
1: Oh, (laughs) Oh, bigger! Shout out to bigger audition tape. Um, okay, no. So, (laughs) boys, and this is what we spoke about on the podcast the other day. We're like, Chris has is so opinionated, right? And he hasn't been doing any research. Six fifty one. I'm here for
0: the banter. Six fifty
1: one. Now, Brayshaw would be around the better price point. I think Tom Mitchell. Nah, Brayshaw's like five eighty not He yeah, five eighty five. I'd probably rather have Brayshaw. So would I. But you're talking about in that price point. Anyway, this is what <laughs> I mean.
0: At, at like that six hundred k price point, there's probably nothing that there's not really much around.
1: Oh yeah, 610, 615, potato, potato, <laughs> potatoes. Oh fuck your Beat heart, them, mash- well,
2: boys! It's straight out, straight out. How, how many Brownlow medalists have gone one better after winning the Brownlow Medal?
1: Oh, he won, right? Did he win? Yeah, yeah. That point, I, I, I was sitting there thinking, like earlier in the season, I'm like, who won Brownlow? I was like, was it Clayton Oliver? <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> literally, that's how irrelevant Holly wines is. Like, nothing against <laughs> it. <him. laughs>
2: and that's how many drinks deep we were watching the Brownlow.
1: Oh man, no, that's okay, fair enough. Okay, that's how irrelevant it is. Not irrelevant. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, as in, it didn't stand out as a Brownlow he, medalist. He, he how-
2: Shout out to all the people from Ichuka there.
1: Jack, Jack, the Jack Crisp,
0: you know, that's the long-tour contest. That's what he does. Yes. That, that's why his, his super coach went through the roof.
1: All right, we'll move on. <laughs> now, <laughs> Travi- Travis Boak, 106.3 average. Uh, is he a bit of a slider for you boys? Because I'm not sure if Boak can keep backing it up. I know he has come some kind of um, Charlie Sheen blood, but I mean, Swiz, <laughs> are you looking Sorry in on. a draft league or are you kind of letting him slide a bit?
2: I completely forgot Travis Boke was even playing there, mate. No, no. He, Boak has actually said he, he's happy to just keep plodding along. He'll be in Monday, like, he'll just be there every year. I mean, he scores well, but he just doesn't excite me in any way. It's just some point, like, the players around him or who are cheaper than him, like fucking Dangerfield, Neil, um, he's around, what, about just a little bit cheaper than Brayshaw. Yeah, just players in that price bracket, I just don't even look at Boak. If somebody wants to take Boak, good on them because i don't want to borrow him
0: the other thing we've got to consider is that i how i, I expect this to be ollie wine's midfield next year 100 percent. but you've now they've already confirmed obviously but coming into that midfield as a cba champion as well as conor rosie um dean houston's always also said yeah i want to play midfield again and he's supposed to be getting some cbas so i don't know how, how well that's going to fly um and then you've obviously got the you know, rotations from guys like Carl Amon. You've got Robbie Gray come, coming to pinch in there every now and then. And so where, like, how does you know these two main staples moving forward? One definitely aging, and one yeah you know, coming up there. How's their midtime looking? So I see, yeah, you know, Ollie Wines is still getting the premium mid minutes, but I do see Travis Boker is potentially getting less and playing a little bit more in the forward line, like he has done in his past career, and that's how they can get better. They can get better with more production from their guys that are coming up, from Butters, from Rosie, from these guys that are going to pinch it. Carl Ammon, honestly, he's fantastic at the centre-bounce clearance as well. And I really underrate. I know he's generally a winger, but um, his ball use is obviously really good and he's really underrated at the centre-bounce. So um, there's another guy there. But, yeah, I do see Travis Boak as the one that probably loses out more than anyone else out of that midfield from last year.
1: No, I agree. He can definitely push forward like he has previously moving to other positions. It's an easy transition. Now, let's go straight into the the most spoken about player, the hype player, the hype train. Someone who went pick 12 in the YouTube Draft League, which is absolutely fucking outrageous. Pick 12. Uh, Zach Butters. He is 400. You are kidding. 440. Pick yeah, 443. That, and it wasn't even me? No. <laughs> Four hundred. No, was a J.B.? No, no, no. So it was a YouTuber's thing. Um, Someone took him at pick 12. Ben's other friends. I just don't. What? Ben's other
0: friends. (laughs) Okay, look. I like butters, but I don't like it that much.
1: (laughs) Pick 12.
0: And I'm the one saying he should be going 115. That's a big risk. He
1: overlooked Walsh and went straight for butters. Well, I mean, he's well, Walsh, Walsh is plays, injured, plays but still same, same, uh Okay, so he's four hundred and forty.
0: Sorry, I haven't I haven't pot, potted Carlton enough this preseason. So, well, Chris, if we you go. showed
1: up now and then, you could <laughs> pot enough as you fucking like, mate. I'm um, gonna
0: pot right over here and just shut the fuck <laughs> <guy> up.
1: Four forty three k butters, uh, huge upside. What he scored one hundred and sixty seven in yeah. the trial game. Uh went absolutely big. I'm gonna pass to Chris first, and then Swiz, so you can rebut or confirm. Talk us up, Chris.
0: Uh, look, I think that the, the, when you watch players play, um, sometimes, you know, you they, they, they accumulate the ball or they, they they do something special every now and then. Every single one of Butters' touches is absolutely fucking gold. His handballs are ridiculous. His first touch ability is, is insane. The way that he uses the ball is probably the most exciting and that's why he gets such high super coach points because his points per disposal are ridiculous. So you can be someone like Walsh, who is just an accumulator, hard worker, drives the ball, you know, no frills about him, but he just gets the job done. Or you can be someone like Butters who has X-Factor galore. And that's where Supercoach really comes into it, as opposed to, say, something like uh, Fantasy or or Dream Team or whatever. Because they only count, you know, the the possession actions. Supercoach counts the hardball gets and everything in between that make Butters what he can be in Supercoach. And that's why I'm really excited about him. The fact that he's obviously um, he's only trained in the midfield, he's not trained at all as a as a forward. All the preseason, all the midfield hasn't had a, a, a missed missed a beat. Every single report comes out saying, "Yep, Butters is going to be playing midfield." He lined up in the centre bounce in the first practice match as the first as an opening midfielder. All of the green, it's like green tick, green tick, green tick, green tick, green tick, green tick. Like there's no red flag at all. Bang, lock him in. He should be, in my opinion. He could be the number one forward. I'm not saying he will be, but he's got the scope. Uh, he's definitely top six in my opinion. Petrarca 2.0? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and could be this year where you go, shit, I need to start at Butters. That, that's, how, that's how strongly I feel about it.
2: So Swizz? Thought I'd just play a bit of Butters there. Um, mate, I'm not as bullish as uh, Chris is there, but I'm all over this guy and that I think... It's 100 100 basement at the very least. It's probably more 105 to 110. I won't be as far-fetched as Chris saying 115. But you're right, Chris. I've seen him in some drafts going in the first round. People are thinking this guy's the number one forward um, and some think that the potential is through the roof. Um, I would probably be... It's hard now because I want him in a lot of drafts or the drafts that I've luckily in keeper leagues I've already got. But how can you take a guy if people are willing to take him in the first round? But um, I'm really surprised that his ownership's not more. And I'm gathering after he's uh, this weekend, um, coming up, I think it'll be a lot higher because I can see him. He's probably going to back it up, have another great game.
0: I'm just surprised as well, like, the lack of people that have that probably don't even watch Port Adelaide games, to be honest. And that's, that's, and that's probably a why. Because when you see him with the ball, you just go, well, who did that? Like, it, it's those moments that you're watching games and you go, oh, God. You have those breathe out moments of something that happens on a football field, and watching it straight there, and you go, "Oh, butters again." He's that insane. Like it's crazy watching him play. Um, and so that, that, that's really it. That's hundred percent the reason why I, I'm absolutely in love with him. Um, and his price point. I mean, outside yeah. the, obviously there's a risk because he hasn't done it for a season. Like so, we, we understand there's there's a body risk, obviously, because he does throw himself. One thing he does do is throw himself at the ball. He he can put himself in situations to get himself injured. And that's an unfortunate thing, but I think there really isn't a clear one out forward that you would say there is no injury risk. (laughs) Like, who is the one? Like, show show me that guy. Like, so
1: Mitch Duncan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: Josh <Just> Dunkley Oh <laughs> You know like Isaac Danger Keating. Yeah uh, The danger for midfielder
1: Oh, oh fucking yeah, oh, dude. Where'd you get those pants? The toilet, toilet store? Toilet. I tried um, I tried to do Like Yeah All, all the, you know, all the Dusty. guys And people are
0: speaking Yeah Well Dusty's probably not yeah, you know, The injury prone one But I mean You know The I don't give a fuck one <laughs> I there's, not know, there's, there's definitely, um, definitely def- a lot of reasons
1: for, that's for sure. All
2: right, let's move on and move Well, no, let's not move on, Ben. We're not done talking about Butters. Uh, I did put on Twitter of the, I think there's seven locks at the moment and Butters was one of them. And I think only one person's argued the fact that Butters is in there. Everybody else is all on the Butters train. So the 30, was it 30% that have him in? 31%. Yeah, get that up to at least 50%. I think everybody's jumping on this bloke.
1: Yeah, it'll
2: happen by the end of the weekend for sure, I think.
1: Not only that, highly owned players as well. You kind of look at, you know, we call it, was it the human factor? When you have champion data or people that own a player, it's just like you're kind of looking for everything good they do. It's like, oh, wonderful, that's a 1%. Oh, this, you know, and I know it's meant to be very uh, unbiased, etc. But so many times <laughs> we see in Supercoach where you're kind of like, what the fuck? Like this high, like Dustin Martin had nothing, and literally he's just gifted points because he's fifty percent owned or whatever. He so settled down, down there, Camp. No, he did nothing, Dustin Martin. How dare you? How dare you? Greta Thunberg again? Why am I the the boring, crumpy like crumpy, grumpy fucking guy now? All right, um, um, the other thing I just wanted
0: to touch on just before, if people are looking at numbers from last year and sort of trying to draw a parallel,
1: here we go. Hundred at halftime.
0: He did. He had a hundred at halftime before he was injured in the, in the earlier in the season. Then he came back and he played a different role. So the back end of the year is not really conducive to that. The front of the year, he obviously played a lot more time on the ball, but it's nothing compared to the time he's going to get on the ball this season. So, just take last year's numbers with a grain of salt is all I'm saying.
1: I think that's fair. The next super coach relevant player. So basically, when you take it's literally Butter Show from Port Adelaide, and then I want to talk about Josh Sin next. Now I know it's a rookie, but he is definitely the high. Um, I reckon we go Sin, Hayes, and Mead, probably because they're the most relevant players. And then we're basically, after that, it's mainly draft. Uh, Sprinkle in a bit of what Rosie, if you think Houston's absolutely not a flog and have been burnt by him before. But realistically speaking, Sin, he's a 157,000 defender mid, uh, was going. He had really good closing speed. So he was literally, you know, uh, kind of like Mario Kart up someone's clacker, just chasing him <laughs> down. And he was very impressive also in the intra club, also did some good things in the trial game. Um, Swiz, like, what do you think so far? I'm going to pass to you because Chris probably has no fucking idea. He hasn't watched No, I, I do, but I. I also, <laughs> you can rebut Swiz first. Swiz, you will go first. I'll rebut Sounds good. Swiz, what do you All reckon? Right, well,
2: like? my only danger with Josh Hinn again is one of the Victorian boys, Sandringham Dragon. Um, you know, so they haven't had a lot of footy over the last couple of years, but, you know, he captained the Vic Metro side, so that says a lot about him. Yeah, he's a running carry player relies his speed um you know great kick on him as well and reads the play so I think he he was highly um touted again in the draft fell to Port Adelaide they couldn't pick him um you know quick enough uh, and i and the fact that Port is still going to be trying to get this flag and they um rate him high enough to get him um into the side um I think it, it shows a lot about his uh preseason that he's had
1: I think you have what Bergman's injured. Um, now, Sam Pepper is also injured, so he was already kind of looking best twenty-two before SPP went down. So I think that kind of might even help. I know they're not the same sort of positions, but when you kind of look at the shift of things, fifty halfbacks, yeah, fifty of them.
0: <laughs> they have more halfbacks. <laughs> okay, I, like who else has halfbacks? Like St Kilda, but <laughs> like I don't know. They have they have so, they have ridiculous amount of halfbacks. They've got Carlton. Well. Uh, Honestly, the, it's, this is the only problem that I see with Sin. I actually do think he's very close to around one debut.
1: Carlton have 50 halfbacks because they have no one going forward.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a halfback when you play for Carlton. Sorry, go on. Charlie Kernow's full forward and he's playing halfback. as well. <laughs> oh wow i forget how fun this is all right um no so uh i I obviously so houston's supposed to be playing more on the ball we've seen that fucking before um guaranteed he's he's playing halfback and he's he, he every five games he pops up with a 130 um yeah no so i just i'm worried more about his job security once he's in like even if he gets named round one is he going to get at least three games or you know, how many games has he got in him? Uh, and that's my only thing Now What's saving him. If he was, uh, if if it was 123 K, he'd probably be like, Oh, well, who cares? Like he's 123 K rookie and he's got you know, good. But he, yeah, potential, but he's good not role, blah, blah, he's 160 K, which sort of goes, okay, well, oof, that's a, that's, that's a lot to be spending on a rookie that, with unknown job security at this point. Um, and that's sort of my big, I don't know factor. Um, What's saving him at the moment is is that there really isn't a lot of defender rookies that are putting their hand up. So uh, outside of what Charlie Dean is obviously there, um, I think a Driscoll is a chance if he gets a, if he gets a game a, a gig round one. You guys like Deconing for some unknown fucking reason that I, I don't know um, at all.
2: Cosy, mate. He's just cosy, but in the defense.
0: No, but he's actually shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, but he, mate, he's going to fucking play. He's playing every fucking game, mate. He's going to play. It's
0: podcast. So I could tell you guys why he's not going to play.
2: Mate, he's going to fucking play. They've got no choice but to play him.
0: Too. They've got plenty of choices. Uh, <laughs> but, here, here, uh, on, yes, obviously, um, that that's pretty much it. So, if, if you're running... See, I'm running five deep currently in, um, in my defense. Uh, if I was to run four deep, it was because I had the confidence in Sin to play...
1: Five deep?
0: Yeah. They call well, that... D 5s Hewitt at the moment.
1: They call that the Rolex taker. <laughs>
0: Five deep is my Friday night. Actually. So.
1: Oh. Oh. I thought. And, I'm, and we're back. I thought she only has four children, Chris. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> 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 but okay, so let me there's get layers to, this. to that. There's layers to it. <laughs> oh, man, a bit of sh- you must be Shrek and I must be Donkey. Um, onions have layers now. Okay, so we have a look. So Bergoin apparently, so Bergoin Junior is not playing yet, right? So, and, but he is possibly in that depth sort of chain. But I guess it makes sense. So Frederick, defender Jones, so Lockie Jones, good defender that they rated last year. Bergman, defender. Oh, uh, although he's mids, but he did he can play defensively, I believe. Bergman. But, uh, yeah,
0: Bergman played like basically all halfback last year. Yeah.
1: So, and then you have Bonner, you have uh, Cleary. you have uh, Burton, you have. Darcy, Byrne, Jones, you have McKenzie. McKenzie's probably on the way out. And you have Aaliyah Aaliyah. So I, I do understand there's what you're saying. There's a hundred halfbacks. There's a lot of halfbacks and a lot of defenders. McKenzie, for me, is probably out. Aaliyah, Burn Jones, Burton, I think are best 22. Um, Bonner's probably best 22 as well. Jones probably best 22. Frederick, in and out. Um, Yeah, and realistically, if he has closing speed as well, and I unfortunately... I
0: something that they're missing from that back. Yeah. I think Frederick was actually quite good when he came in that role, and I'm surprised mm. that he didn't. Like, they, they just dropped him, and, and everyone was like... Because didn't people have him on, like...
1: But he has sub-vest, and, sub-vest all over him, yeah, which could be could be the yeah, exact same as Sin. It could be the same as Sin with a sub-vest.
0: I, I'm, I'm, this is, it scares, Sin scares me because of the job security in that back line. That's the only well, thing I'll say.
1: Sins should scare you, Chris. Yes, that's
0: true. <laughs> like, you know, Charlie Dean's not going to be a sub. Like, you know, so he's he's going to be your on-field guy, in my opinion. I think you've got to kind of play him on-field. I'm not sure that I can rely on and sin at the moment on field.
1: De Koning playing the same role, probably the same position as Dean. And you say play him on field.
2: If you can't rely on sin, then why you pick it? You wouldn't pick him. No, well, that, and,
1: well, no. I just don't think you can. Like I, I'm, I have him right
0: now, but uh, I, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to line up with him round one. I'll be honest with you.
1: Awesome. Yeah, so, I don't know what options we have at this point, but we'll see. I don't know. You got you, look. Okay. I mean, look.
0: The great thing is the place for Port Adelaide. Obviously, Hinkley is very open with his information, right? So you're going to find out before round one what they're what they're looking at.
1: All right, let's move on because otherwise we'll be an hour talking about Port Adelaide. Um, Sam Hayes is next, a 123k ruck, uh, ready to make his debut. Has impressed with his performances on the track and has football smarts. He really pushed Lyset through the preseason. He had, I think, Lysette tweaked an ankle, so he played probably about half of the time in that ruck there as well. Someone that I'm watching for, I'm kind of looking at the uh, aesthetics test when you look at Laddams, I think, left, so does that leave some room open? But he, he apparently they were impressed. They signed him up again. He's deserving a role, so they kind of feel like he's due for a game, but it's about whether, A, he can keep it, or whether he can actually push Lysette out or to a shit roll like standing forwards.
0: I don't think he's going to ever push Lyset out, but the great thing is West about Lyset is that he can play forward, so they might shift Lyset to sort of the forward. That's ruck. what I mean.
1: Play Lyset plays Latham's yeah. role, and maybe you have a new ruck,
0: which I, I think it could be possible. Um, Sam's uh, Hayes impressed. Uh, Lyset's also injury prone. Um, we've got Charlie Dixon, who they definitely don't want to throw in the ruck if they want to win this year at all. Finlayson. Um, Finlayson he's is now been, the ruck. Yeah, absolutely. So Fin, so it's going to be between. Okay, so how they line up. Is Finlayson, that guy, and I think that they've been they want Finlayson as that, um, thir- that uh, ruck who can push forward, and that's the, how they're going to probably line up in round one. But there is a definitely a battle, and you don't know how that's going to really line up. Josh I do Benham? think, s- sorry,
2: I said Josh battle,
0: yeah, uh, mm, nah, mm, nah. <laughs> I just heard the word battle, no, <laughs> um. I I think that there will be sort of a bit of a tussle early on to see how they all fit. Uh, This is what the preseason is to work, to work it all out. Um, But how you, they line up run one. I think regardless, Hayes is probably worth having at R3 uh, because I think he gets games this year. So he's going to be a ruck that will probably make you cash at some point, maybe not be from round one, but you could use him as a loophole early. That's someone that does get games later in the season. So he's probably the leading candidate for me. Unfortunately, I wish he was ruck forward. That would be ideal. Maybe he will. Um, Well, and yeah, there is a chance that he plays a little bit of forward time and then gets that ruck forward swing. I mean, obviously with the new change to super coach. But for me, he's the leading candidate for R3 right now. And um, yeah, we'll see how we go um, leading into the season.
1: All right, and I'll get you on this one, Swizz. Jackson Meade, uh, 123K midfielder. Now, there was a little bit of hype about him, so he emerged stronger and fitter this year, demanding an inside role with his training performances and clean skills. That came straight out of Port Adelaide. Now, yeah, no, we'll we'll, fi- we'll fix that up, Chris. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm actually watching him heavily, Swizz. I don't think he played on the weekend. I'm um, not quite sure why, so I don't know if he's best 22, but I'm sort of keeping my eye and ear out for an opportunity for Jackson Mead. What do you reckon?
2: Yeah, I've had meat in and out of my side. Um, very similar to what Chris talked about uh, for, um, who the fuck did we talk about before? What was that? Yeah, for Sin. And that, it's like, okay, I, lo- I love everything this kid does. And again, he's got some great footy smarts about him. Clean hands, good ball winner. But where does he kind of fit in with that midfield? If we're talking about, you know, Wines, boke Butters... Um, um, but uh, who do we who have we missed there? Aimon. Yeah, Ro, yeah, Rosie Amon. He he's a big chance to be like a sub guy, um, or you know that um, last pick player in and out of the side. So he doesn't uh, fill me with a lot of confidence. I would have liked to see him play the practice match. Do really well on it. Um, may have a bit of these Luke Valenti vibes here, where we always hear about Jackson Mead, but we might not get to see the best of him for a little while until. Um, an opportunity opens up. Oh, Will Gould! Um,
1: I think in the
0: intra club, he absolutely fucking killed it, right? But it's just, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. He, uh, who was the um? Who's the ranger that they have that uh, in and out of the side as well? What was that? No, oh, he wasn't in and out. Will, uh, Will Drew? Will Drew? Will Will Drew, Will Drew was yeah, in. So he was in last year. Yeah, I have an so, answer, Chris. He was. He was what three years until he got some game time? I think there's, there's a bit of that about it. So.
1: Well, apparently he, um, he was – Will was actually running 55th with another guy and it was so close they said that they drew. Um, and the next one, I actually <laughs> oh, actually did email <laughs> – actually emailed Hinkley, me. boys. I emailed Hinkley asking if he's best 22 <laughs> he and apparently there. Hinkley just said, look, well, they're not quite sure whether they meet him. And um, so we'll wait and see <laughs> on that one. And there's <laughs> the, the Hinkley double. Went,
0: Hinkley's honest man. He'll tell you. He'll tell
1: yeah. you. Yeah. So uh, he's an honest man. All right. Now, let's draft relevance, boys. We'll wrap this up pretty quickly now. As far as screamers, um, I hear Rosie goes pretty hard. <laughs> so, um, Rosie, for me, I think has a little bit of value. 73 average. I think he can average more than that. Oh, easy. Um, yeah. So 85
0: I, to 90, in my opinion, this year. So, yeah.
1: easily 10, 10 points fat there that I'd happily pick him over that 80 mark. Um, Unfortunately, the hype players like him, everyone's always – it's like the Petrarca. People always pick him 5 to 10 points early because they know potential and they hope, you know, if they like that sort of team, that they can sort of do that. So, um, the other one I think has a little bit of uh, potential is Dersma. Only issue is, he's is a midfielder only, but again, another guy who, if you're really big and really have one of those draft leagues, that's quite big. Dersma has averaged you what low eighties and stuff previously. So I think there's a little bit of uh, potential there and I'm still waiting for Georgiardis. artist to actually, you know, keeper leagues, uh, so talented. Um, Absolutely a freak, and I'm waiting for the day that he actually starts to Do you follow actually through.
0: you have keeper league, the, No. Really?
1: Oh, I'd I like him, though. I really like watching
0: Gee, Paul, Georgiades. He's just passed. Just but got, he's more dynamic. More
2: dynamic. <laughs> Mate, if you want to talk draft relevance, Boone Jones has not been, um, been touched um, as a defender. A lot of people are you know, avoiding him, so you can actually pick him up. You know, nearly as D four, D five, depending on how deep you're running. Because for whatever reason, people just and he played really well on the weekend, so that might change things if people do doing their draft this week. But there's just, I think, a bit of burn factor. Um But you know, after uh, a few people looking at him standard, what was it two years ago, and then just hasn't uh, reached those heights again.
0: Yeah, I actually really, I actually don't mind who uh, just highlighted Jeremy Finlayson as well. Obviously, the mm-hmm. if. I do believe they traded for him for a reason. So I think he's probably got... In a winning side, point, yeah. points are there. And well, he
1: won't get any attention either. He was playing, what main forward. Hogan was always in and so out of the side. He'll play probably full
0: forward that obviously gets ruck tap out. So, I mean, what we know about that is he's got an opportunity to score. Now, whether that turns into points, that's a big guess. But, at, yeah, what's the average last year? 68.3? Which <laughs> I'd take him on your bench. He could pump out at eighty-five. Like could,
1: he could, and could get ruck flexibility. Yeah,
0: exactly right. Yeah, so I mean, he could be really, really important deep in in, in um in standard leagues this year. So and draft, so draft, yep. draft standard draft leagues. I should yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so I don't really mind him. I, I actually really like Alira Lear because he's just got the potential to go huge. Um, the guy's so
1: nice. they named him twice.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Um but look uh, there is as i said there at the start of the pod there's a lot of guys here that could on on any given week you know really give you a good score therefore they're draft relevant and there's a lot of guys that average you anywhere between say you know 75 to 95 and that that range is is generally the guys that you're picking up later in your in your draft league so i think um port from a draft perspective are really interesting
1: yeah the one i am going to you here swiss with amon we touched on him earlier now, are you picking him at a 93.4? Do you think he'll maintain or improve, or are you just not 100% sure? Because I actually find it really hard to place him on this year as far as averages in a draft league.
2: Yeah, it's a good question. Um, like I don't think he, he regresses, uh, but I think it's around that same mark, but I haven't probably been in a position. Again, it's one of those ones I think a few people th- uh, see a bit of an improvement on him. Um, and because midfielders probably don't run as deep, people are jumping on, on those mids where I'm probably looking at sort of more of those value players, you know, your Lipinski's and stuff like that. So I'm not jumping at aim on thinking there's a few, you know, hidden gems a little bit later on, but yeah, I think you've probably got to pay what he's worth or just a little bit over.
1: Okay. I think that's fair. And boys, I think that wraps us up Port Adelaide, the butters show. I think he rounded out probably a good 10 minutes of the segment. Um, Next, I think we'll have like Sydney Saints and then we'll wrap into Swiss's favourite team, West Coast, to finish (laughs) (laughs) the series. Uh, Maybe we'll get Western Bulldogs last because Swiss will be raging by that point. But um, look, thank you very much. It was lovely to have you and we'll catch you next time. Cheers, guys. See See ya. ya. Bye.